Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got over 180,000 different audiobooks to choose from. So find something and uh, enjoy. Thanks, guys. everybody welcome back to jumbled your favorite podcast about nothing i'm finally zach you're finally zach yeah like you've been waiting for a while uh, oh, i'm oh. johnny fuck you zach um and with us today is my good friend frank hi everybody yeah frank um, so zach's complaining because we were supposed to record roughly an hour ago and we tried to get fancy and we failed so we're caveman styling it <laughs> Yeah, um, but it's work, you know. And I just really believe in the keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. And I also hate technology, which you guys all know. I've I've said quite, I feel, quite many times. I feel like seventy five percent of jumbled episodes are starting off with us just having some sort of technical difficulty, or something isn't working correctly. So I'm I'm used to it at this point. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you don't have to spend like two hours in post. Oh, I'm fixing this one. Um, <laughs> it'll, it'll probably happen. It's Murphy's Law. I've been dealing with a lot of Murphy's Law recently, so I, I'm just prepared for anything at this point. Yeah, in the early episodes, Frank, there was uh, like a whine that was in the background from the microphones, and we couldn't figure out what was causing it. Mm-hmm. So Zach had to like edit it out every episode. Every time. Oh, that sounds really painful. I, I look at it as you're getting a free education and practice in uh, sound engineering. So <laughs> yeah. you, should be, you should be happy. Um, huh. Anyways, but in classic jumbled form, we are going off topic. Um, and that's what this podcast is really about. But we're bringing um, Frank on to talk about um, his new clothing line company that he started. Um, and I'll let him do a, a bit of an intro. Um, but it's close to my heart. Obviously, I love supporting um, Calgary businesses and my friends. Um, but there's an added twist to this one, which uh, which I think everyone will appreciate. So I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Frank. Uh, yeah, so basically I started a clothing company. Uh, it's called 3310. Um, funny thing about that is I'm having like a really huge SEO problem with like the Nokia 3310. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so you Yikes. have to type out... 33-T-E-N, and then it'll come up on Google, uh, so I gotta... I was wondering about that, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta iron that out, but uh, other than that, yeah, it's been keeping me busy, and I've been meeting a lot of new people. Um, for those of you in the radio world, you can't really see it, but uh, I have one of my photographers here, David. Hello. He's doing a behind-the-scenes, or uh, like the young kids like to say... Hashtag BTS. Is that a thing? Oh, I'm learning so many fun things <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> oh, so I've I've learned a lot of new lingo because my target demographic is younger, eighteen to twenty four, basically. Mm. Oh yeah. So we're a lot older than that now. No, that's okay. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> like young or old, can wear a hoodie. <laughs> that's that says true. Thirty three ten. That donates to CMHA for uh, to help fight uh, depression and anxiety so that's yeah. the main cause of it so that's awesome so for for those of you who don't know or for our american listeners cmha is canadian mental health association um and i would say um working in the nonprofit is one of the premier um, mental health organizations that you can support um so i was obviously pretty pleased that you picked um cmha yeah. um i've worked with them in a few different capacities 
um, and they're pretty fantastic. Um, so I'm glad you did that. Um, so my question for you is, what's the meaning behind 3310 and why, why yeah. that name? Yeah, so uh, there's a long story about it, but uh, basically, <clears throat> like when I was younger, like things didn't make sense. Like it was like confusing and um, like I would suffer through depression, like mild and then severe and never really understood why. And then uh, last year in 2018, I, um, on the 10th month in October, on like, I'm 33, so basically, I was 33, and in October, I uh, actually went to go see my doctor, and it, it it helped. So basically, you know, like I thought about it, I was like, you know, if, if I was younger and I was made aware, you know, mm -hmm. like I'd be in a way better place. Like I would, I'd be, you know, probably somewhere else, like maybe with more money or whatever it may be, or a better career, but like I'm pretty happy with what I'm doing now. But, you know, um, so I wanted to make people aware so I created a clothing company that you know it's like the main target demographic is 18 to 24 or mm -hmm. 16 to 24 so the streetwear that I make it's kind of it's more minimal but you know like it's it's more directed towards them and uh, yeah like I you know I just want to donate and make it aware that like you're not alone if you're fighting through mental battles so yeah i so i think why i wanted to bring you on is we had a we had a micro episode and we we're talking about cte and yeah mm -hmm. i listened to that episode it was it and was like really my good. my tbis and like that there's like a actual physical thing that's causing you the way you feel and that when you're a kid and you don't really understand that it's hard to get through or navigate um, but once you know that it's like, oh, this is something with my body and you start recognizing when yeah. you're going through that, it makes it a lot easier to, one, reach out for help and sort out those feelings. So that's why I was pretty stoked when you started this company. Obviously, we've been friends for, it's kind God of scary. Knows. Yeah, like so 12, long. I was trying to do the math today before you got here of like yeah. 12, 12 years, 10 years? 12 yeah, years? I like would say. A long time. Oh. Um, like when did you get that um, Blue Evo? It was like 2000 and. No, I guess not quite 10. It would have been nine years. Nine years. Yeah. We're, we're reaching nine years. Yeah. So coming yeah. up wow. close to a decade. So I actually met Frank through the car scene. Um, I had a car and it was a nice car, but it was a fucking lemon. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank, and Frank saved know. my ass on that thing quite a few times. Yeah. Um, so we just started, you know, hanging out in, uh, in that, in that um, respect. And then, you know, just one thing leads to another and now we're buddies. Yeah. And I like that. I like it too. It's great. And now I'm buddies with Zach and there we I can go. see you. Hey. <laughs> yeah. You can see Zach, but he can't he can see my You elbow. can't see me. I, I can't you can I can't see my finger. <laughs> there you go. I can see Frank's finger. Uh I'm I'm fine with it. I was just saying before we hit record we should have had a fish eye lens over the uh over the I would have been able to see everybody that way, but uh, I'm fine with it. I I I, I just enjoy the conversation more than you know actually seeing seeing people so it's all good i can see a clear view of johnny's dick table and i my <laughs> eye just keeps getting drawn to it oh, the yeah fucking dick table. so yeah tell me more about this dick table like it's <laughs> littered with dicks uh yeah so <laughs> the dick table originated in roughly 2011 maybe 2012 um and it's your standard plastic fold-up table um, that we bought for one of my buddy's bachelor parties. He's a bridezilla, um, or a groomzilla, I should say. Um, shout out to Matt. And we used it just at, originally to put Chinese food on. 
because um, we ordered a bunch of Chinese food. And then it became a beer pong table, and there's Sharpies. So then people started drawing shit on it and signing. Um, and all my friends are really immature, and there's the common theme was dicks. What? So then it became, With you? Yeah. I can't even believe that, dude. Um, yeah, and so then it became a be- like a portable beer pong table, um, which we carried with a Sharpie. So there's, you know, people just kind of added to it. And once you see one dick and you open up that dick floodgate, um, all <laughs> – all of the dicks come forward. So I've had this table for a long time and it was in my mom's basement for a while. And then I thought I lost it and then I found it and I brought it home and Al was not pleased. Um, So uh, now it's hidden away in, uh, you know, my basement (laughs) that I record on with you every week. It's really got quite some character. Like for all you radio people out there that can't see uh, or podcast people, there's a dick with hair. There's a really detailed dick with veins. A really there's clean a, one as well. There's a big one. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a real big one. There's a teeny one. <laughs> yep, there's... And uh, there's one where it looks like it's shooting out fire, so... <laughs> yes, there's there's a fire dick. Um, there's a lion dick. Oh this my is God. my favorite. Its name is the Belion. That it's looks a bear, like a lion. It's a bear lion dick. <laughs> Belion. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this table has some history, and, and though it's embarrassing, and I've definitely had, like, parents, or when we got married and people were doing a tour of the house, people came down here, and it could, like, all family and kids, like, see this table, I'm just like, God damn it, John. Well, get a look, tablecloth. look look on the bright side. I, I like to think of it as you are including all of all of the different types of dicks. Every single type of dick yep. is represented on that table. It's a very inclusive sort of thing that, that w- you're working with right now. So, you know what? Props to you, dude. Yeah, there's there's some uh, interesting scenes. There's some anal sex scenes. Um, yeah, oh, like I said, my okay. friends are fucked up. Um, but there are some boobs, so that's you know balances that's it good, out. You know. Um, but anyways, <laughs> the real reason why Frank is here. Um, so 3310, um, obviously close to your heart. Seems like it's doing really well. The styles are, are awesome. You, I know your website has sold out a bunch. Um, so what are what are your you know your next steps or what are your goals um, for where would you where would you want to see it in the next year or so? Um, business wise, like I do want to see growth. Uh, more so, what's more important is I just want to make more people aware. So hopefully, I'm going to apply to get a pop up shop like a pop up table mm-hmm. at lilac festival nice and then have uh have some of my team work with me that day and then you know just basically make more people aware that you know you're not alone you know and it's it was really weird like before i saw saw my my doctor shout out to dr johnson by the way he's awesome dr radsfeld johnson and uh i like i wouldn't understand why i would like feel sad so randomly or Mm -hmm. you know like i was just irritated and and whatnot and uh yeah you know like it it affects everybody you know young old gay straight rich poor whatever like it'll affect everybody so within the next year i want to make more people aware and i want to expand and you know like it's great like i just recently got into a retail like a automotive retail store up in edmonton so now 3310 is up in in Edmonton for mm-hmm. all you YEG listeners up there. <laughs> we do have some Edmonton listeners yeah. actually. So uh, the, the shop is called Envision Auto. They're really great. Um, they're helping They're helping us spread the word and help fight the cause. So mm-hmm. that's that's my main goal right there and just to build the brand and build it stronger and more impactful towards mm-hmm. fighting mental health. Cause yeah. 
So we've we've definitely talked a few times about our, our personal challenges. Have you had many other people reach out to you and that you never would have thought? Because I know it's it's one of those like often hidden hidden uh, challenges that people face, and they mm-hmm. when they're feeling that way, they hide away. And but to see someone take a public stand and fight that that stigma, I'm sure that inspires a lot of people to uh, share their story. Yeah. Um, so some of the uh, Instagram influencers that uh, have reached out to me, um, I wouldn't even. I, I would I didn't even believe like they went through like their own mental struggles and you know like they're very very beautiful looking people and like mm-hmm. you never would think that they would go through some some mental health battles with themselves but um, they they have and like I've talked to them about their story and it's it's amazing like what they've achieved and overcame and that's mm-hmm. why they they wanted to collaborate with me and it was it was really awesome to hear their story and and yeah, like we're all here to help everybody out. You know, it's iconic people helping iconic people. So, um, yeah, like. It, yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But you also kind of ruined my my next question for you was to talk about the banging models you get. But now that there's like <laughs> an actual like heartfelt and emotional connection, it just feels wrong to be like, how do you find these incredibly good looking women? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. everybody, everybody is beautiful in their own way. That is true. Fuck you, just. <laughs> crushing me on this podcast. Everybody is beautiful in their own way, you know. Johnny, you're beautiful. You're oh, tall. Thanks. Tall. Your well, beard you do... doesn't grow like mine. Like it's full. Like mine's like patchy. Have you seen you know? Zach's beard? This guy is the model. That beard. is that is a manly beard. He grows Zach that. Hey guys. Like a week. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. I was clean shaven last week. That was one week. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's like wow. But it's no. fast. It's real fast. Zach has a story when we were in university together that we we did a beard off. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure I won, but he's, no. he's adamant that, that we didn't. And basically, we both shaved, and then we took a picture every day to see if his beard would grow yeah. faster. Yeah. I lost horribly. I'll yeah. admit that. <laughs> Although I will say, at that point, my beard wasn't like I think it hadn't hit its its stride yet. You know. My beard didn't really start coming along until probably after graduation. But now I, it's I a would full beard. It is a very full beard. Yeah, that's this is since the uh, the start of November. I shaved it off for No Shave November. On Halloween, I clean shaved my face. And then I haven't really touched it since then. I, it's been shaped up and stuff by a barber, but that's it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so so growing the business obviously getting sales up um how what are your like marketing strategy now instagram is obviously the premier place to go and, and yeah. you guys have a, a really great instagram and it's actually been cool to like sw- swipe through my feed and start seeing your stuff come up um which i know part of it is like instagram's um algorithm of like people you know or yeah. connections but it's cool to see that stuff come up and Obviously, your your media game is on is on point. You have a great photographer, one of them, which is with us now, documenting this shit show of us setting up microphones. <laughs> but it's okay. We're 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 feeding them with beer and uh, and butter tarts. So yeah. you know what more could you ask for? Yeah. Really? No, what more could you ask for? Beer and butter tarts, hundred um, percent. Sorry, what was that? What was the question? Just what? Again? What's your? <laughs> I was thinking about beer and butter tarts. <laughs> Thank you. Dude, nobody blames you perfectly. This is this yeah. Is um, yeah. Um, so what? But but basically, you know, what's your what's your marketing strategy? How else are you getting out there? Um, how, what's the process actually to just get into to storefronts? Like how how did your first one happen, or is it just 
connections through people and someone approached you or you uh it's a bit of both like you know when you're trying to be an entrepreneur you have to work really really hard to make it successful mm -hmm. and it's funny because uh one photo on instagram like there's a huge backstory behind that one photo i mean like i had david uh do the last photo shoot it was like on a 29th floor luxury condo high rise with uh Janae and uh angela those and those girls, um, like they killed it, and David killed it as well. But like, there was a lot of like, there's like, I had uh, Brittany, who shout outs to Brittany. She she's been helping out a lot lately with uh, 3310. Uh, she like, we have to do like styling. We have to like, you know, like kind of do a deep like a a briefing prior to the shoot, and mm -hmm. there's just like so much like organization. So like, for me to get into that uh, retail store, I really had to reach out and you know like I had to work really hard at it and then when I contacted Gerald at Envision I was like listen this is my this is my my company I want to like get into retail and you know like he he thought it was a great idea we, we'll give it a try and uh, so that's how I got up there and then when I went up there I made like a full day of it like I, I booked two um, influencers up there um, so shout outs to Serena and Lauren <clears throat> uh, those girls were really really awesome to work with and uh, you know like had to had to rent a, a really nice spot location for the photo <laughs> shoot and you know you know there's a lot of back back-end stuff that you have to do when it comes to social media and a lot of people don't realize that but like to make one Instagram photo perfect like it takes a lot, a lot of work. work yeah I was just gonna say that you know talking to you as we're setting up and <clears throat> And getting a better sense of all the, the effort that goes into it. you see like these awesome shots so obviously you need to find talent to take the shot you need mm -hmm. to take find talent to you know model and that that is a skill that i don't think people truly yeah. appreciate or understand how much yeah. effort it goes into um and then just putting it all together is it's a lot more than you know my garbage instagram where i think my first post of the day was look i'm eating five eggs <laughs> <laughs> well, who doesn't like eating five eggs like i love I think, eggs i think the caption was be fat with me <laughs> be fat with me let's eat scrambled eggs yeah. over easy <laughs> like, eat a lot of eggs <laughs> it's good protein um yeah no you're you're absolutely right and uh it, it's a lot of work and you know like even aside from the marketing side like I'm still working on like I still have uh, like a calendar like I have like a daily routine of like my daily tasks my weekly tasks my monthly tasks to do on the back end side you know um, I'm doing a collaboration with one with one influencer who's a uh, he's in the car scene um, uh, there's gonna be a really amazing backstory about that but I just don't want to say too much just yet but uh, uh, I found an artist from Britain for the design that we needed, and uh, I found a design and uh, an artist from Great Britain who uh, I really wanted her design, and then uh, we were gonna go through escrow for the payment and whatnot, but it kind of fell through. So, um, you know, like stuff like that happens, and then I had to find a local artist to re render a design for for this collaboration, and so now that design's like or that collab like that limited edition line is like already pushed back a couple weeks which makes mm -hmm. me sad but it is what it is and you know you just got to do do the best you can so yeah there's a lot of back end stuff yeah i'm sure you've learned a lot and then yeah. even production so do you want to talk about the the process for for how production happens so design i 
didn't know if you were doing some of the design or if you came up with the logo or you're working with local people and then so you have a vision you put it together this is what i want a hoodie to, to look like i'm wearing one right now zach be jealous i um, see it it looks really really great <laughs> it's super comfy yeah um, and it's cold in my basement so it's real fitting um so what's what's the process for for that to you know, have a vision you put a design together and then production and, and how do you manage like inventories or if you want to share where you're getting them getting them made i know there's some some cool little frank features is what i'm calling them right now um <laughs> yeah but, uh, yeah tell, tell me a bit about that yeah so um like a lot of the designs um on the on the current garments that i that i have on the website they they're like a little bit more minimal um mm -hmm. so uh they're not too too out there uh that hoodie that you're wearing is called the unsung heroes uh that design is like um kind of pertaining to the JDM import car scene so it's got like that big red sun and yeah. then with the 33 in front of it and then uh, I chose the unsung heroes because everybody can be an unsung hero in some way at some time mm -hmm. in their life you know like whether mm -hmm. it be somebody that just you know pulled a kid off the street before it got hit by a car and then he just like walked away he'd be an unsung hero so that's kind of mm -hmm. my direction with my designs and stuff and I I really want to work with a lot of um, like graphic artists and a lot of uh, talented artists out there to get their name out and that's why for the collaboration that I'm doing with um, with David for his car um, I, I picked a different artist besides me just drawing out something mm. right so a different perspective yeah different, and different it's you know it's getting somebody's name out there and it's making them feel special you know and like 3310 is about community and family mm -hmm. as well right hence why um, honestly I think one I think it was like my Christmas Day post like if you feel yourself if you find yourself like you're not around the like like close ones just message us like we'll go for coffee or something or, mm -hmm. or we'll just like DM us and like we'll, we'll chit chat you know like we're all about like making everybody feel welcome and so yeah so my design wise like I love to collab with like everybody and there's a lot in the works like we just started and I feel like we're still in startup but uh you know, like any of you people out there that have really wicked designs, just DM me. Like, I'd love to, like, hear your story and, like, see your design and throw it on a shirt and, and get it out there and get your name out. You know what I mean? I was just thinking about that community aspect and the power of social media. So if there were were people who were, you know, feeling down, obviously they could reach out to 3310. But 100%. It would be an interesting, like, I don't know how you would do this. Because I'm fucking old, I think, of a forum basis of putting together <laughs> forums are dead, <laughs> forums are dead. <laughs> but but useful um even, even how the, to fix my car yeah, even though <laughs> photo bucket ruined there. Like, decades of uh, car forums yeah um but just you know what like is there a way to build like a community or a place for people who could reach out to other people who you know obviously are, are 3310 supporters and just i'm just spitballing ideas at you right now but yeah I think that might be kind of a cool added feature too it's not just i'm not just buying a hoodie i'm not supporting my friend or a cause but there's a lot more that goes into it like almost like a 3310 helpline that's not just you because that would yeah. be a lot to take on it, yeah um i thought like like i thought about that um so i was manifesting how i can like bring the community together and not just on social media and online uh because you kind of want to have like face-to-face -face interactions with people and um so this year i do have a lot of plan of doing um a lot of car meets for all the car guys mm -hmm. uh you know and uh uh, what else? Uh, 
I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I'm saying uh, a lot. Oh, it's God. all right. It's all right. Um, that was one of the things about about podcasting when we first started doing it. And I would listen back, and I would say like, like a lot. Uh, I and feel like I'm saying like a lot right now. I haven't noticed it, so don't stress. Okay. And then I went from uh, like Zach, to... Zach, have you been noticing it? Or? I haven't, actually. I, th- I think where Johnny was going with it is <clears throat> there's a lot of sort of growing pains that happens with having to hear yourself talk. Oh, I hate uh, listening to myself. I still hate hearing myself. I, I try not to, I like, honestly, I love doing the podcast. I try not to listen to it anymore because I, <laughs> I get into that. I get into that. I, I listen back to it, but I try not to listen too closely to myself. Um, well, you have to listen to it in post, so that, that probably kills a lot of that, but. Yeah, yeah. well, and some of that has, has gone away. A little bit of laziness has taken over, too, where I'm just like, eh, it's fine. There's no, there's nothing Stop I need to. together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a uh, a moment in last week's episode where we said we were going to bleep something out, and I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't yeah, bleep it. I don't even know. remember what we said we were going to bleep. Oh, yeah. it was uh, your wife's name. Yeah. Yep. And so that happened, and then. Uh, and then she so, beat you like a rented mule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so I've just been sort of sleeking, just slinking around my house and trying to steer clear. Tiptoeing away. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, that's great. So. You know, more designs, collaborating with local artists. I think that's yeah. that's fantastic. I think the idea of building a community and I think about the brands that, that I like to support or that I've been dedicated to and there's that community aspect to it. It's more than, like I think about people who wear like Gucci or Armani and to any of our listeners, Zach's going to be like, God, you're just scaring away all of our listeners. Um, then I just <laughs> think like you're wearing that just as like a status thing, but what does that really, like what does that brand mean to you? And mm-hmm. maybe it's because I'm old and big hearted, soft heart. Um, but I think like, I, want, I want to associate myself with brands that, that are more than just how can we sell and look at this flashiness. So that's why I was really stoked that you came up with this idea. And yeah. um, I think that community aspect is really what, and maybe it's tough at first, uh, but like you said, any starting any business is going to be a challenge. But I think if you nail that, which I think you're onto something, that it'll be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, like I said, when uh, when I started up, I I wanted to figure out how to bring people together. So you know, uh, local photographers that are talented, such as David here, um, he's going to be you know meeting more influencers that I bring together. And wow, I'm like thinking about trying not to say um a lot. Now it's like really <laughs> psyching me out. out. <laughs> so I went from saying like all the time to I mean. So I replaced I mean, like with I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Um, Yeah, anyways, so I want to I wanna do more like social events like that. And I want to uh, basically, you know, have fun gatherings where, you know, so-and-so will meet so-and-so and they'll gel well with each other and they become friends. And, you know, it's right. like almost behind the, the, the curtains where you build a community because you're making friends. And, you know, David has now met uh, Angela and, like, a couple influencers that he worked with. And now they're in, in talks about, you know, doing a new photo shoot, you know, separate from 33, yeah. which is amazing. And so, yeah, it's, like, growing and building community like that. And so I want to do more fun events like that and you know get people out you know if you are stuck at home and you're feeling down you don't know what's going on you know please don't hesitate to dm us and then you know hey when what's what's your guys next event i'm like oh hey we're all gonna go bowling here you know like yeah 
think that's a big thing is sometimes just having a, a comfortable place to reach out and yeah, then you know sure. that it's you know people who understand what you're going through um speaking of which so whenever david you need a male model let me know absolutely uh, i'm a little bit fluffy right now but uh <laughs> sorry we got the sweater this way yeah, that's right <laughs> I'll send Zach some uh, some merch. I really want that beard on my Instagram. Like oh, dude, says, uh, totally, <laughs> totally, absolutely. Send it out. My wife actually has a really nice DSLR camera, so we we okay. can take some take some good photos and send them your way. And more than happy to uh, to you know pimp myself out to uh, to a great cause. I'm I'm gonna just design a shirt that's just Zach's beard <laughs> <laughs> with a big Z on it. Yeah, Z there like you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I like this. I'm horrible at graphic design, but I'm gonna start sending you shit, and you'll be like, I wish I didn't tell them. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> like, hey, Johnny, uh, listen, that was the 50th yeah. design you sent me in one day. Why do they all have dicks in them? <laughs> and why did you name them? <laughs> I can only draw one thing. And it's a bullion, okay? <laughs> a bullion. Oh. oh, that's awesome. Hey guys, let's take a second to talk about our sponsor for today, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. The book that we are going to recommend for the month of February is drumroll napalm and silly putty by george carlin this is a throwback it was released back in 2011 obviously uh george has has uh left this planet he's been he's been gone for a bit so uh so this is a uh this is a, a good throwback one it's narrated actually by george carlin as well something to definitely uh check out look into if you don't know about george carlin then where have you been uh, George Carlin is one of the best comedians of all time. Uh, highly recommend looking into this one. Again, that is Napalm and Silly Putty by George Carlin. It is 2 hours and 28 minutes long, so it's a little bit shorter, but it's still really, really good. So if you like what you hear from me, uh, then get that. If you uh, want to find something else, totally cool. They have over 180,000 different titles for you to find something anything that you can relate to and uh we hope that you enjoy thanks audible and let's get back to the podcast uh so how do you feel about now zach i know this maybe isn't overly exciting to you um but because frank and i have a car connection how do you feel about the car scene in calgary right now um for those of you who don't know or zach you maybe don't know um frank was probably one of the biggest influencers in my car creations um, but also I think in the car community in, in Calgary um, being part of a, a pretty successful shop um, who had a lot of great builds um, and won a lot of trophies um, so how do you feel about the current car state if you don't want to comment you don't have to but I know I have some perspectives and why I've kind of hidden away from it but again it, maybe it's just because I'm old <laughs> well you know life is changing everything changes it's inevitable so that's my comment to it. It's changed. Uh, in a good way, you know, yeah. and in a bad way. But, yeah, there's, uh, there's absolutely good things. I'm not, I don't want to come off as shitting on the car community. No, but. no. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely it's, it's changed a lot. Like when I was street racing, you know, um, races would happen and everybody would, you know, kind of just enjoy themselves at the end of the night and be like oh that race was sick and you know there was some beef with some people here and there but i mean it was small yeah it was small yeah. um 
I personally am not like really big into the street racing scene now. Um, only because of uh, my work, I'm dealing with more drag racing guys and alcohol mm. pro mods and you know like mm. people that actually take their on a track, to, yeah. yeah, on a track kind of thing. So, uh, in terms of the street racing scene, I I would have like no honest opinion about mm-hmm. it because I, I wouldn't know. But I know that it's changed from what I hear and uh, uh, good and bad. But uh, you know, there's a lot of crazy cool cars coming out now though i don't know if anybody is out there listening or really into cars but like they're putting ferrari engines and toyotas and yeah it's it's pretty like, insane i i had this when i was a kid and younger <clears throat> kid i guess a kid now um street racing and then i got into like actual track racing and you always think when you're younger you're a great driver until you go on a track um <laughs> And then you realize that you're fucking garbage. <laughs> and then once you get used to racing on a track or doing autocross and there's actually more skill to it, you just, you go back to, uh, to those meets and there's people racing and you're just like, you know, it's just not worth it. <laughs> it's just yeah. not a, not a thing. Um, but speaking of cars, Zach actually just got a new to him car, which was a giant mm-hmm. upgrade. Um, what did you get again, Zach? So it's a 2014 Acura TL. Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. I mean, it's you know, it's a it's definitely a dad car, but it's it's the nicest car I've had in ever. Um, none of my cars have been newer than ten years old. Um, since I <laughs> since I started driving back when I was sixteen, so I started so out with. Did. You did have an MR2 though. Yeah, I started oh, out. I was super jealous of the Gen, yeah. Gen One MR2. Yeah, I had I had an '88 MR2. And uh, that was sick. I love that car, and uh, wish I could have held on to it. But dad life, you know, can't fit can't fit kids in the front seat um, <laughs> of an MR2. Of an MR2. So uh, it's also six four. I think you're six four. Yeah, but honestly, honestly, uh, really spacious inside of the MR2. Tops, so it just stuck his head out the window. For that <laughs> yeah, I caught a lot of bugs in my teeth, but. <laughs> And that uh, beard. <laughs> yeah, and, and the beard. Um, but uh, no, I, I love that car. And then we uh, got rid of it. And then I got a '97 Chevy Malibu, which was the good for. Piece of shit. It was good for me for a long time. It was good for me. It was good for me for a long, long time. Zach went through a phase, especially in the early days of Jumbled, where he would do um, live while he was driving. Like, so it would just be his phone mounted, and he'd be talking <laughs> while in traffic, and his headliner in the back seat was like dangling and like falling apart. And, and he'd he's like, just hear talking the muffler. His, yeah, he's just talking to the phone. Or yeah, God damn it, Zach! Like, at least trim that. Just, just trim it up a little bit. No, dude. no, no it gave no, it, it character. character. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I, you know what, Frank? Frank? You know what, Frank? You get me, dude. Dude, Johnny, Johnny, you're it. Johnny, you're out. Uh, oh, no, Johnny's out of the podcast. <laughs> All right, excellent. Uh, I don't know. I like hearing your voice. It's a very good. Both you, both of you guys have really good radio voices. You know what I mean? It's oh, very... thank you. My dad always said I had a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, That's why we don't do a lot of video, though. That is, I think, for for our growth, that is an area that we've we've been talking about. Yeah, absolutely. As we've learned today, I am not technologically sound. So, <laughs> well, and yeah. it's it's harder to do, um, you know, because we're we're so far apart, you know. So it's like there's that whole other thing. It's like you're okay, so you're gonna record video on your side, 
<clears throat> and I'll record video on my side and maybe we'll find some ways to do some screen capturing stuff, but then we still have to like splice it all together and post. And that's just like another thing to add on top. So it's like at that point we almost would have to get an editor or something like that mm -hmm. to take over yeah. because it's like, that's just too much for, you know, working 40 hours a week. Plus, you know, I, I don't spend a whole lot of time on the podcast, honestly, editing and recording. It doesn't take time. I mean, it just takes the time to record it. You know, it's not like a whole lot of planning or like note taking. It's basically just me writing down ideas when I have them, when they pop into my mind throughout the week. But that takes a whole two seconds, you know. So yeah, I'm... I, I avoid post at all costs. Um, <laughs> I also... <laughs> So I have a jumbled book. I actually lost it somewhere in here. <laughs> I cleaned up. I cleaned up the basement a little bit to make room for some tables. Um, but it was we've talked about like feedback that we've gotten. It was like, oh, you guys, like, how do you keep conversations? Like, how much prep work goes into it? I was like, in the early days, we would write down bits or like mm -hmm. the questions, or I would I would look up like a hundred philosophical questions. Um, and then it got to the point where we were just so busy that it was like, oh, we have to record. Uh, yeah, let's, let's just talk about whatever. Like, yeah. But yeah. people like I love, I love that it's just like two dudes chilling and just shooting yeah. the shit. So it's in some way it's kind of become a success for us in yeah. that sense. Yeah. Well, there are times where we're like, oh yeah. So what'd you have for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sometimes, sometimes neither of us have like had really anything of note happen to us over the week and. And so there are those moments where there's a little bit of uh, a slow on the podcast but then we have really good weeks like i really liked last week's episode and it seemed like from front to back there wasn't really a whole lot of downtime as far as between thoughts or anything like that so and it helps it helps to have guests on honestly because then the guests get to throw their sort of uh input in and and it hopefully is is different enough from what we usually talk about where it can offer some sort of variance on how the conversation goes. Yeah. I, I would say one of my favorite parts of a podcast is, is bringing on guests. And yeah. I think similar to what, to what you're doing is like getting, you know, people that I know or people that I think are cool yeah. to, to share what they're doing and, and building that community. And yeah. our platform's not, I wouldn't say huge, but it's, we're doing pretty good. Um, yeah. so it's great to be able to, you know, help yeah. support in, in, in those small ways. So no, it's awesome. And also, uh, you know, when you when you have somebody like myself come onto the podcast, now my reach has gone on to you, yeah. and so my audience has now reached out to you, mm -hmm. and then you're and vice versa, and vice versa, and then the more you do that, the more you, mm -hmm. the more your podcast grows, right? And that's uh, funny story is like four years ago, um, my my friend Gord, John, and I we started we got onto this online radio station called Fresh FM. Mm -hmm. And we did on Thursdays. We called it Thursday Digital Podcast. Podcast, and uh, we would we would like play like an hour set each, and then record it, and then just you know like kind of put it on like the Fresh FM radio station. And it wasn't really like kind of growing. And then one day we just came up with the bright idea of having guest DJs on. Mm -hmm. And mm. so every week there would be a guest DJ, and one of us would take turn like take a turn to sit out and not DJ and just hang out and whatever. And that actually grew our listener base yeah, so much more because, uh, you know, that DJ would be like, Hey, listen to me on this, on this radio show, you know, radio station on Thursday. And then it just grew. And then, you know, 
Mm-hmm. It was really cool. We did that for about a year, but then I was like, wow, every Thursday, committing to every Thursday is a lot. It's a, it is a yeah. lot. It 100% is a lot. And we, we were pretty good, I think, for until episode maybe early 90s where we were like hardcore every wednesday morning we like we recorded yeah. either sunday monday or tuesday mm-hmm. and then c- around christmas we we just like we it's too much going on right now and we, we did a couple re-releases and mm-hmm. a couple smaller podcasts yeah um because it, it is it is a commitment to like yeah. get down for a couple hours and definitely an energy level there were a few sunday nights when we first started recording where mm-hmm. I would text Zach and be like, I just, my head's not there. Like, yeah. I need to just, yeah. I and, need to relax. And you want to put out good content. Too, yeah, right. absolutely. Right. But you also want to be consistent. Like, that's that's yeah. been a, a big thing for me is it's like, um, you know, when I started the podcast, it was, it was with the understanding that <clears throat> no matter how I felt, no matter what I was going through, there was going to be something that was released every week, whether that was a like johnny said a re-release of a, of a mm. previous episode that we've you know we we call them uh, jumbled rewinds or um you know if it's you know a micro podcast or if it's just like just me jumping on literally for five minutes to say hey this is what's happening uh but we'll be back next week just so it's like there's no there's no dead air because i feel like that's that's more off-putting than than you know putting out a two minute something you know that just not hearing anything at all is more off-putting to people i feel well yeah. i think especially in the technology and digital and there's so much content in media that as soon as like if you miss that you it miss one week, one week it's yeah. easy to just be like okay yeah never and never go back like mm-hmm. imagine that you have one listener that is a religious listener they listen every week and then all of a sudden one week they you know for whatever reason you know, want to listen to a podcast and yours is not aired. So then they flip they to a different else. one and then boom, yep. that's all it took. And that know? podcast is always better. Fuckers. <laughs> uh, I think this one's great. You guys are hilarious. It's unscripted and it, well, it's really good. Yeah. You know, like I I've, part listen, of it, I've been listening to you guys for a while, like here and there and you guys are funny. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Favorite, that's my favorite part is that like, cause you know, we talk about jumbled, and Al will, we had a joke at our at our wedding where one of our table cards was like fun facts about Ali and I, and we actually like yeah. said jumbled, um, and a bunch of my friends started li- listening. We were there, and um, and then they like kept listening, and it made me like almost nervous because I'm like, well, now I know they're listening, and like and they said it was good. And I don't want to like let them down. Right, it just adds this other yeah. level of stress. I I still I still deal with like. Um, the thought that's it's like in the back of my mind, like anytime somebody compliments the podcast, I'm like, are you just saying that because I'm here in front of you? Or do you actually, I totally get that. Do you actually enjoy the podcast? Because it's literally just two dudes talking about what the fuck ever comes into our brains. I, how that's entertaining at all to anybody. Uh, I don't know, but thank you very much for, for continuing to listen. I do yeah. appreciate it a lot. I mean, it kind of depends on what state we're into. I've said some really funny shit. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Frank, if you had to lose one cent, what would it be? <laughs> one cent? Cents. Oh, one cent. Um, wow, that's a tough one because I like all my senses. <laughs> uh, I think 
I think, okay, let me rephrase because I think Johnny asked the wrong question. No, if you, I asked if it strategically. You, if, you, <laughs> if you had to lose one body part, one what body would part. that body part be? I don't, I don't know. I like all my body parts. Like, <laughs> I, uh, but if I had to, probably, uh, probably like my right foot i don't know a foot see it's not so bad so so like, zach asked me this question like I, I just wear like one of those prosthetic like a wood thing like yeah a, yeah so like, my head was where you were i was thinking like something that was actually impactful so zach asked me this question i said uh my ears i know i can't lose your ears i love music <laughs> you can still hear just not as well <laughs> but and zach's response was like i don't know my fucking pinky toe or something it's not that big of a deal uh, um, Wait, what, what episode was that on? I think I listened to that actually. Uh, I don't even remember which yeah, one. It's called the forties. Yeah, yeah, it's called Whistling Ear Holes. I think is the name of the episode. I, I, I was I was in a different realm when we recorded that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I was not different on middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah somewhere else. I'd probably, yeah, my right foot. It's not good at soccer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, never drive, can't a, kick never a drive a manual again. <laughs> uh, you, could, you could make that work. No, yeah, no. Like I, there was actually this one Instagram girl. Um, I don't know her, but like she's very famous on there because she has a prosthetic leg, hmm. and she still kills it. She's still snowboarding. She's still that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hype. Like it's so sick, and you know, like if I had to lose, like obviously I don't like losing any body part, but. <laughs> If I had yeah. to, probably be my right foot. It's probably the slower foot of mine. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, there you go. See, see Zach. I'm, I'm still stick. I'm still sticking with the pinky toe. Like I, 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 what, I just. What was the bet that we had out of that? That it was if so much money to cut off your pinky toe. I think it was like two thousand dollars or something. Yeah, it wasn't that much. I, no, well, you you can go online and see what body parts are worth. I, I think a pinky toe <laughs> is worth more than two thousand. That's a yeah. thing. That's a thing. Like black market, you can. You can put a price tag on a pinky toe. Zach, sure. you know what we're talking about. Should we next Google week? it right now? <laughs> <laughs> David, can you Google, Google how much is a pinky toe on the black yeah. market? <laughs> I'm sure from, especially in like the American healthcare system, they put a, a price on everything of like, oh, you lost your pinky and your ring yeah. finger? Well, we can put your pinky on for 5000 but your ring yeah. finger is like $10,000. Yeah. Is it the same fucking thing? Well... well like, you have to put it. You have to put one of them on layaway, and then just pay on it for a long time. <laughs> put that on ice. Yeah. Oh, God, oh, yeah. God bless America. No, yeah, for real. Like uh, I had one client um, when I was working at Auto Dream. He uh, he cut off his three fingers, like his pinky. <gasps> yeah, um, mm. and uh, he got a settlement, and the settlement was priced at what those fingers were worth. That's insane. I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, I guess I from think an insurance I, standpoint, it's like how it impacts quality of life. Yeah, um, exactly. And I like think it, and how that how it impacts your work. You know, like there's, mm -hmm. you know, if if you're a hand model and you lose three of your fingers, well, hey, good luck being a hand model now. You know, well, like you could get into some weird um, fetish porn. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, you still got these two. That's all you need, right? <laughs> that's all, maybe that's all you need, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, it makes a circle. That's all that you know. That's all I need. I just need a circle. <laughs> uh, 
you know, since we've already gone to this this sort of space mentally, uh, I did run across something on the internet this week, and it's completely unrelated to anything that we've been talking about so far. And it's <laughs> definitely not related to anything Frank is bringing to the table. It's probably too <laughs> lowbrow for what he's what he signed up for. Uh, I ran across this uh, real estate listing um, that is for a really nice house uh, out just outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in the States, selling for uh, three quarters of a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really nice looking house, and uh, the listing brings you through all the rooms, really nice looking kitchen, bathrooms and bedrooms and all that stuff, and then it takes you to like this walkout this walkout basement that is a literal it's a literal sex dungeon no way yeah wow, but they i can't believe you called that one <laughs> he really see it in his eyes yeah <laughs> you, Zach, you know Zach me so well dude approved already yeah no i yeah i'm actually moving there next week <laughs> and so, uh having sold like having moved out of a house and sold a house and like listing it i was so like you're you were really comfortable with your sexuality to be like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to post, uh, I'm going to post my house with this, you know, giant sex dungeon in the basement. Dude. And that's cool. Like most realtors would be like, yo, maybe clean this stuff up. Like when we <laughs> sold our house, we had no sex dungeon, but they're like, yo, paint this and maybe yeah. put this stuff yeah. away. Like make it a little bit more presentable. And this, this couple's yeah. just like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's the thing. I don't know that they knew it. I sent you the link. Check it out. I don't know that they knew. Shades of Maple. Yeah. (laughs) Maple Glen, yep. So they, uh, I don't know that they, I think either they knew it was going to be a thing. What? Either they knew it was going to be a thing, like a major, a majorly big thing, or whoever took the pictures just is like the most pure, sweet person that I've ever that I would ever know, you know, like they just like, oh, well, it's like a weird art piece or something like that. But just had oh, no idea. This caption: Photos of said basement show several S and M style devices, devices, all fitted with different types of whips, chains, and anything else one may need for an erotic night. Yeah, a la Christian Gray. <laughs> yep, my a favorite large intimidating bed. How's a bed intimidating? I guess, that's dude, really no, look at yeah. it. It's a it's little there, there's a, a there's a there's a yeah, there's a spot where you can put your head through whatever oh, that thing's like called. Guillotine. Yeah, that, some, yeah. Oh my god, that's... I can't remember what that's called, but but know. yeah, it's uh, I like I said, <laughs> like I said, you guys, like I said, you guys are welcome. You guys are welcome to come out anytime. Uh, you know, we can. I can just you know we can stay on separate floors and stuff and you guys we share the first floor and Wait, you know it doesn't Airbnb? have to be a weird it doesn't have to be a weird thing it was I don't I think they're trying to sell it oh yeah it's currently being offered as an Airbnb rental gets seven hundred and fifty a night on weekdays two thousand a night on weekends for mm. private parties and entertainment oh they allow parties crazy yeah uh, a birthday party here. Uh, Dude, yeah. I'll probably stay upstairs. You know what? Let's just get weird, Johnny. Let's all just take a trip out to Philadelphia. It'll just be really strange. We'll, you know, we'll bring we'll bring the significant others, and we can just it can just be a sort of what, a thing we never talk about again. You know? What do you think? Turn the lights off. The people who own this house are serial killers. Uh, it's higher than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's higher than normal that they're serial killers, but uh, oh, that's awesome. I don't know. I. 
I see the one thing that my, keeps drawing my eye, and I don't know why it's this one thing. There is like a like a knight's armor in one of these pictures. I don't know why you have to have a knight's oh, yeah. armor, but yeah, I assume that bad. somebody is wearing that at some point. <laughs> I was going to say, how about, there's definitely someone that's stuck in there right now. <laughs> yeah. Or they put a camera in there or something. This, like, is, there's... this is like from an adult's version of a Goosebumps book. <laughs> it, it really cool. is. But, uh, you know, I, we don't need... all that, though, it's all finished really nicely. It, like, dude, great, the furniture is really nice. Yeah. Great woodworking. Um, how do you really think they nice. manage, you know, infection control? Like, how do they... Oh, they'd have to sanitize like just, everything. Like, just some hand wipes and just rubber down real quick and call it a day? No. It's got to go stronger than that. Would, would you turn off all the lights and look around with a black light? 100%. <laughs> dude... That whole place would be like a disco, man. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! I'm so glad you shared this. I'm really glad too. And I, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "This has to be something I talk about <laughs> on the podcast." There's no way I can get around not bringing this up. <laughs> so any, I, I don't know if I want to know how you found this, but for any of my future friends that are getting married and if I'm part of your wedding in any way shape or form this is the house I'm going to be suggesting that we do the bachelor party in dude 100% 100% you're missing out if you if you're not doing things there you know yeah you just got to live a little you know yep you got to live a little in the sex dungeon <laughs> uh, awesome <clears throat> all right so uh, we're getting close to that hour mark um mm-hmm any final thoughts or questions for Frank while he's still in the hot seat now that he's he's warmed up? I think uh, I'm taken back with this sex dungeon that I'm staring at right now. <laughs> it's hard to move on. It, it's hard to move on. I'm yeah. gonna have nightmares we'll, about this thing. We're gonna go, we'll go back to Zach's face here. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Bring it back. No. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Wait, why yeah. the camera changed angle somehow? Oh wow! Look, it's more wide angle now. Now I can. Oh, Zach can finally see what. Oh yeah, see half your face. Like an, an hour later, and. <laughs> We, can, we figured out how to make it look so <laughs> look at that look at that um i i don't really have much else uh that i that i want to you know sort of get in about but i just want to say frank it's really it's really cool you know what what your uh what your business is doing and uh really a lot of a lot of props to you and kudos and uh, i think it's an important um an important thing to remember that you know there's always people going through the same same stuff you're going through and um and you're not alone in your in your struggles yeah and don't don't be afraid to uh to reach out to friends family loved ones and uh 3310 frank thanks so much for being on and sharing your story um and the work that you're doing um take a couple minutes to uh shout out um all your social media or where people can find you your website um it's our our hope and expectation that uh that our listeners go out and uh, and support Frank and Thirty Three Ten and buy some some sick comfy uh, clothes, um, but yeah, feel free to uh, where can where can our listeners go? Uh, yeah, so they can go onto my website, which is thirty three ten and then uh, check it out. Check to see what's what's available out there, and then uh, follow follow us on Instagram, which is thirty three ten, and. I have to emphasize 10 is 
spelt out T-E-N, so 33-T-E-N uh, .ca is the website, and then the Instagram is .co. I'm thinking about changing it to like something else, like on Instagram, like 3310 clothing or something like that. Mm, yeah, maybe. I know it's when- It's getting confusing. When but, I was placing my order, I was like just Googling it, and I, I was putting it like 3310. Yeah. And, and it then was you like taking me all it. kind of weird squares. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I was the just Nokia on this. The Nokia phone? But yeah, no, um, you guys can go there, check it out, check the Instagram and all the uh, very beautiful influencers, male and female. Uh, that is that, true. You know, beautiful people all around. Um, uh, and then uh, yeah, um, just I don't know, join the loot newsletter because uh, I will be posting like when the next events are and stuff like that where we'll be and and uh, you can come hang out, you know, share your story and you know know that everybody goes through it um even those that go through it don't want to show it and mm -hmm. that's the mm -hmm. saddest part right so um you know so we'll help each other out so but yeah thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast i really appreciate it and uh thank you for yeah having me and shout outs to everybody that's worked with me and helped me grow as a mm -hmm. business and as a, as a cause so yeah, and probably as a person to too, right? Growing, yeah. you, you've probably done a lot of growing as a person too. One hundred percent. I've learned a lot, and uh, never really started my own company until then. And I, I learned how to do a lot of stuff. And yeah, no kidding, it's pretty cool. So uh, it's a lot. Uh, it takes a lot more than I think people people realize. Yeah. And I think it's good too mm -hmm. that the the message I think that you're part of what you're sharing is that uh, especially on social media we always see the highlights. So I think people. You know, even me, like knowing you for and knowing that you know you're working hard on it, but you yeah. see all these awesome shots with cool models and photographers and great places. And you're like, oh, like Frank's living the dream. Um, but people don't really get to see all the work and the behind the scenes effort that yeah. you put into it. So, um, and I think that's a, a good message for for people having those challenges and comparing their lives to what they see on social media. Remember that it's there's a lot more that goes in behind the scenes than yeah. it than it looks. So don't uh, don't let that get to you. Um, make sure you reach out and uh, take care of yourself and. Uh, Find a way to uh, to work through um, whatever it is that's that's challenging you. So yeah, one hundred percent. Well said. Because yeah, like just to kind of go off that, you know, th although my Instagram looks like it's super awesome and stuff like that, but like these are normal people too, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, you know they go through challenges every day, and you know like they're reaching out and yeah for that one like like we said earlier that one photo it takes so much to hours. make it happen hours yeah. hours to make it happen no it's crazy even this even this podcast like <laughs> it, it takes hours to try and set up right. <laughs> I, I definitely learned some things today <laughs> you learn that there are possibilities and that sometimes the solution is just to go to the original thing that you suggested 30 minutes prior to when we actually started <laughs> caveman style caveman style 100 all right, all right. So take us out yeah frank so sort of just yeah. bear with me here i try to make this quicker every single week this is just our outro thanks again frank for uh for stopping by you're welcome anytime you want to come on uh, it's been a really great conversation and uh looking forward to seeing what you got uh coming down the pipeline man um so if you guys want to check us out on social media, just search for Jumbled Podcast. That we're everywhere and uh, sometimes nowhere at the same time, but stick around and, and follow us there. If you want to send any emails to us, that would be jumbledpodcast at gmail.com or johnny.jumbled at gmail.com. 
dick pics only. Remember, they've, uh, they've really slowed down. So they, yeah, so we got we got to got to get working on that, guys. Uh, we expect more from you guys as far as that goes. Um, and want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com/jumbled. Get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook because everybody likes audiobooks. And um, go over to patreon.com slash jumbled and uh, pay $500 to get us an address. And hey, maybe we'll, uh, we'll find our way out to uh, the three quarters of a million dollar mansion and we'll take some risque pictures oh, in said dresses for... Dude. Share the <laughs> Somebody, okay, new <laughs> tier, new tier, guys, okay? <laughs> If you can get us seven hundred fifty dollars or two thousand dollars, we will we'll Airbnb it and we'll take we'll we'll just do something weird inside of the sex dungeon. All right. Yeah, you guys will record your next podcast in the sex dungeon. Oh, can you imagine? I want to be in the in the stock thing where you're locked with my head in my hands. <laughs> Dude, and then and then I'll just be I'll be in the sex wing, and then we'll and we'll try to we'll try to make it work. We'll just try to... a photographer. You interested? Photographers down here. Perfect. I don't even remember where I was. I don't even remember where I was. Um, anyway, we appreciate you guys listening, and uh, please make sure to check back next week. Oh, by the way, sorry, I've been leaving this out recently. I don't know why my outro has been leaving this part out. Uh, listen to us everywhere you want to. Head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. I've been forgetting to say this for like the past month. I don't know if anybody's left us a rating and review because I haven't checked because I'm just having fun with it now. <laughs> give us a but, review. We'll but, look at it. Give us a review. I'll make sure to check it soon, okay? Good but job, please Victoria. but please give us a rating and review. It does help us out a lot. It helps sponsors uh, sort of learn our name and, and to be able to offer you guys fun things. Uh, for you to try out. Uh, we're on iTunes, Google, Google Play Music, uh, Libsyn, Spotify, uh, basically wherever you listen to your podcast, we're there. So check us out. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your grandparents. Me and Johnny love the grandparents. And uh, have them send us a ten of cookies as well. Guys, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. About taking care of each other. There you go. See you guys.